welcome back to the LifePoint Drivecast. My name is Kale Boer. I'm the teaching pastor at the Delaware campus. And uh, as we are going through on Sunday mornings, uh, going through the book of Revelation and our series called New, here on the Drivecast, we're working through the entire book of Revelation a few verses at a time. And uh, there's some devotional content with each day as well. Uh, so if you're wherever you're listening to right now, you should be able to access that devotional content as well. And uh, today's text that we're focusing on is chapter 8, verses 1 through 5. And it says this, When the Lamb opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And in the devotional content today, it's, it's really helpful. It talks about how the silence is indicative of God's judgment. So we know that, that God is about to bring judgment against unrighteousness in the world. It says there's about half an hour of silence in heaven. It says, goes on and says, Then I saw the seven angels who stand before God, and seven trumpets were given to them. And another angel came and stood at the altar with a golden censer, and he was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar before the throne. Once again, in the devotional today, you'll see that that's a reference back to Revelation 6, verse 10, where the saints who have been martyred for the faith, their, their prayers go up to God and they say, Lord, how long? How long before you avenge us? And the Lord tells them to wait for a time. It goes on in verse 4 and says, And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. And the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar and threw it on the earth. And there were peals of thunder, rumblings, flashes of lightning, and an earthquake. In other words, God's judgment on the earth. I don't know about you, um, you know, I, I think for most of us in our culture, at least for me, you know, talking of God's judgment against sin, God's judgment of the world, uh, is a little bit uncomfortable. Now, on the one hand, and this is something, again, in the devotional for today, it says it so well. I think on the one hand, we sometimes look at the world around us, we look at the news, we watch the news, and we say, God, where are you? Right? I want justice in the world. Um, and on the flip side, sometimes squaring with the reality that we are accountable to a holy God and that one day God is going to punish all sin uh, can make us a little bit a little bit uncomfortable. We don't like that idea sometimes. And I think one of the things that we have to square with is regardless of our reaction to the idea of the judgment of God, uh, it's either true or it's not. And I think if you're, if you're a believer in Christ and you believe that the Bible is true, that it's God's word, this is a reality. And it's a reality that we need to square our lives with. Um, maybe some of us are saying, God, how long? <laughs> and we're looking around at the world saying, Lord, I want your justice in the world. Um, remember that God hears those prayers and his answer may be, not yet. Uh, and he is patiently waiting for people to come to turn to him. Um, that's what something the Apostle Peter tells us, right? That he doesn't desire that any would perish, but that all should come to repentance. And so he's giving time, but that time won't last forever. And for those of us, if we're just living our lives for us, maybe living our lives even in open rebellion against the Lord, um, recognizing that one day the, the final curtain will come down. One day God's judgment against all evil and all unrighteousness is coming. That should be a sobering reality for us that, that makes us say, man, Lord, I want to be right before you. And the only way to be right before you is to turn from sin, to trust Jesus with my life, to accept 
what he did on the cross for me and to be forgiven and to be made new. And then to say, Lord, here's my life. And until the day you call me home or until the day Jesus comes back, I want to live my life for you. But I think thinking, allowing ourselves to be uncomfortable and think about the end of the world, the final judgment of God against sin, uh, I think it, it causes us to respond. Again, it may be uncomfortable for us, but I think that discomfort is ultimately a good thing. And it causes us to respond uh, to the Lord. And again, then, for those of us who are saying, Lord, I, I want to see your justice. I think, one, we should be grateful that, Lord, you know, you have forgiven my sin. You've uh, not repaid the evil in my life. You, you paid Christ instead. And there's a good and right desire for that justice and recognizing that the Lord will bring it in his right and his righteous time. I want to pray for you, and then I want to take, uh, give you a moment today uh, just to pray and process with the Lord. Father, we thank you uh, that you are a loving God and a merciful God who does not repay us for our sin in Christ. You, you, you paid Jesus, or Jesus paid it for us, Lord. You, um, you accepted, Lord, his death on the cross in our place, and we are forgiven. And Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, we thank you that you are a just God, that you don't overlook sin, you don't just turn a blind eye to it, that God, you will judge all evil and unrighteousness and you'll eradicate it one day uh, forever and you'll make all things new. God, we pray for ourselves, our family members, our friends, our communities, Lord, um, that we would know you and align our lives with you and be found in you. And God, we pray for those in our lives and around us that don't know you, God, that they would come to know you. They would turn from sin and trust Jesus with their lives. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Take some time now uh, to pray for yourself.